welcome to another podcast at Oak Grove United Methodist Church. We'll be getting ready to hear the Word of God very soon. And stay tuned for some upcoming changes that we'll share with you sometime over the next few weeks. Looking at making some changes to where we host the podcast. Hopefully, we'll have some better sound quality as well. Thank you for tuning in, and sit back, relax, and let's enjoy God's Word. Amen. 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 We're going to be reading from the scripture today on the book of Jeremiah, chapter 1. We're going to read a few verses there. there. And just a little bit later, we're going to be reading from Psalm to this beautiful passage. Can fill our hearts and our minds in the time of need. Please submit your heart to her, Jeremiah, first chapter, verse 4 to 10. And the Lord gave me this message I knew you before I formed you in your mother's womb. Before you were born, I set you apart and appointed you as my prophet to the nations. Oh, sovereign Lord, I said, I can't speak for you. I'm too young. The Lord said, don't say I'm too young, for you must go wherever I send you and say whatever I tell you. And don't be afraid of the people, for I will be with you and will protect you. I, the Lord, have spoken. Then the Lord reached out and touched my mouth and said, Look, I have put my words in your mouth. Today I appoint you to stand up against nations and kingdoms. Some you may uproot and tear down, destroy and overthrow. Others you must build up and plant. And the world of God, for the people of God, Thanks be to God. Amen. I want to share this scripture because today is the last day we are going to be talking about justice on this area that we call joy, the flip side of justice on this worship series. And it's the last day we are going to be talking about this because the series and today. But I hope we keep doing justice and we keep doing a joyful thing through the right thing. The prophet Jeremiah bring the reflection today on this first chapter. Jeremiah is a book of the Bible of the Old Testament that a lot of times we skip over, <coughs> even though it's one of the longest, actually it's the second longest book of the Bible altogether, with 52 chapters. The first one is for Psalms, as you may know. There are 150 of them, right? Mm-hmm. Then come Jeremiah with 52, and the third place is for Genesis. Isaiah is 66 chapters. Isaiah is 66 chapters. You see the notes I was reading was wrong. <laughs> 
in turn. The third place from Jeremiah, right? Right. Let's do justice here. Yeah, for some reason, I went the other way around. And you're right. Thank you, Bobby. Remind me of that. Um, <laughs> as I was reading the wrong information, Psalm 150 represents the thankfulness of the Lord. On the book of Psalms, you find a lot of poetry and a lot of uh, imagines that connect the Lord with ourselves, with our soul. Give you a lot of uh, pictures of the good times when you are thankful to the Lord and when you are so grateful. And give you so many places too when we feel so far away and we need the Lord so much. One of the most popular songs that we know is Psalm 23 that is asking the Lord to, to bless me and to, to fill my car. <laughs> even in the valley of the darkest valley, the Lord will be with us and it's going to take us through. There are many, many beautiful songs. As Bobby mentioned today, the single in line is Isaiah with 66. I, Isaiah is coming on a time when the people of Israel were walking away from the Lord, were taking church lightly, were taking the commitment with the Lord on a way that they got used to. And I was reading the other day in Facebook, and somebody put a note, these people don't want to go to church, but they hope to make it, or people don't want to go to the house of the Lord, this is the way. People don't want to go to the house of the Lord during their life, but they hope to make it to the mansion after life. And does that make sense? Yes. Sadly, it makes sense. Yeah, people are busy to come to church. Oh, I'm tired. I come in today. I, I have this and that. And you can put all the excuses you want. It's okay. You keep it. But they say, I'm coming to make it to heaven. Well, if you don't work enough, if you don't Put yourself on the right path. And remember, you cannot make it to heaven for your good works. It's not what the Bible says. It's for what you believe and how your heart <coughs> is in the Lord. The Bible says if you confess with your mouth that Jesus Christ is the Lord, then you will be saved. saved. And if you believe you are going to act lightly, right? When I got married, I believe I was married. And I start to act like I was married. Otherwise, I have a wife that really soon can tune me up. You don't do that anymore. You're married now. Right? And our mind has to change when we believe and when we do something. If you believe in Christ, then your life is going to be different. Your expression is going to be different. You walk in life is going to be different from what used to be. And we go to the book of Jeremiah. And Jeremiah is coming to the people of Israel telling all the bad stuff they were doing. And how many of you want to hear the bad stuff? When, when Jonathan do something wrong, and I go back and say, you did that wrong. And he said, look this way. 
And we don't like to hear when we do wrong stuff. We try to protect ourselves and push us out. We think that we always do the right thing. And, and even though sometimes we know it's wrong, we do it anyways. Thinking that, oh, nobody's going to notice. But you know what? People notice the way you act, the way you speak, the way you behave, the way you act. Not only on Sunday morning when you're in church, when you are a Christian face, but when you are through the week, in your work, with your family, when you are outside um, eating or doing something or being with other people who are not Christians. Jeremiah came to the people and said, you need to come back to the Lord. And if you don't do it, the Lord is justice. And here we bring justice to your life and to your family. And always the Lord speak not only to the individual as a person, but the Lord speak to the community. It's not something that one person do alone. It's how we do it all together. And this is what happened with the Israelites. And that is why they became slaves to Nabucodonosor. Nabucodonosor, thank you. They became slaves because they did not hear the voice of the Lord. They were taken away from their land because they did not follow the establishment that the Lord mentioned to them. And Jeremiah was telling them all the way from the beginning, change your way for flight because this land is conducting you on the right path. <coughs> but with all the bad things, the word of God come to specific path of specific persons saying to the people, if you change, the Lord is ready to assist you. If you do this, the Lord is going to provide a new way for you. If you change your mind and your heart, you are going to come back to the house of Israel. And this is what happened with the Lord. Doesn't matter what situation where we are, doesn't matter how desperate you are, doesn't matter how broken is your life, the Lord always take you back and always is ready to extend the arms and to receive you. But we need to change the things that are not according to, to the Lord. That is why from the beginning Jeremiah said, I was a child and I was not even able to talk how I'm going to communicate the message when I'm not ready. What a beautiful voice. I love to hear him. And he's one year old now. He's getting stronger. And I love him. But you're able to speak. You're able to present your voice. You can communicate and others can hear you. And Jeremiah said, why me? My lips are not ready. I'm not clean enough. I'm not good enough to do the, the work of God. And the Lord said, hey, don't put it down. Because I'm going to be 
speaking and bringing the word through you. I'm going to use you if you allow me to use. It's not about you, but it's about me, said the Lord. The Lord said, I choose you before you were formed in the wounds of your mother. He chose you before you were born. Mm. How old are you? 26. We're celebrating this year, many, this month, many, many years or many birthdays. All the way from the beginning, from your first birthday, even before that, the Lord knew you. And the Lord chose you. How amazing thing is to, to, to even speak about life before we were coming into this world. Again, uh, when, when we talk with my wife, with Anna, and, and Jonathan asked, um, where are we, well, where I was when, when you got married? It's like, who knows? How life is created after the parents come together in love and passion. How God worked through this miracle of life from two people can become another beautiful person. But the Lord knew, knew you and me before even all that happened. And what a beautiful thing is life. What a beautiful thing is generation. <coughs> and what a beautiful thing to know that God has chose you. You're not an accident. You're not a problem for this society. You are not somebody who's creating problems for the status of the families or doesn't matter the circumstance. God brought you with a purpose, and God is going to do and accomplish that purpose with you. I want to go really quick to Psalm 103, verse 1 to 8, and listen to the voice of the reader of this beautiful song. Let all that I am praise the Lord. With my whole heart, I will praise his holy name. Let all that I am praise the Lord. May I never forget the good things he does for me. He forgives all my sins and heals all my diseases. He redeems me from death and crowns me with love and tender mercies. He fills my life with good things. My youth is renewed like the eagles. The Lord gives righteousness and justice to all who are treated unfairly. He revealed his character to Moses and his deeds to the people of Israel. The Lord is compassionate and merciful, slow to get angry, and filled with unfailing love. Can you say amen? Amen. Is not that what we need? Is that what we need from the Lord to fill our hearts and and forgive us our trespasses and give us a new opportunity and the Lord is ready to bring justice to you and to many. 
Well, I really think what we hear good testimonies. This week, Rocky fell, and he went to the hospital for another round, <coughs> a couple days. But what a great thing to have him today here in our church, that we can bless the Lord all together. He's not a, on the hospital like he was before. He's here just praising the Lord all together because his presence, my faith, grows. Because his effort, I can bless the Lord for the blessings that the Lord brings to me. When we are missing somebody, when we are trying to think about somebody who, who is not here with us for any reason or the other, but hurt the heart of God when you don't do your best to bless the Lord. Because the Lord will do the best to bless you. <coughs> and here is a, a video that I want to present to you. But how a beautiful song. If you can sing the song alone, you know it. If not, let the Spirit of the Lord speak to your heart. Well, after, after Jesus had set them straight, he began to teach all of us what it takes to be a great man in the kingdom of God. He said, among the heathen, the kings are tyrants, and each minor official lords it over those beneath them. But among you, it's quite different. Anyone wanting to be a leader among you must be your servant. And if you want to be right at the top, you must serve like a slave. Your attitude must be like my own, for I, the Messiah, did not come to be served, but to serve, and to give my life as a ransom. He's a giver of opportunities. And 
he's a giver of love. He's a giver of his heart because he wanna receive you. That way everything will be different for you, for you, and for this world. If we are more like him, the flip side of justice is joy. And we need to bring joy to this world through justice. In the name of the Lord. Can you say Amen? Amen. Please prepare yourself to give to the Lord. Stop recording.